No one will read this. There's no more food. I ran out of cold pizza last week. My only chance in survival is to start eating myself or my dogs. If you're reading this, you're probably wondering why there's no more food. And I'll tell you why. The apocalypse struck Earth last week. Jesus didn't even bother to show his face. And no, it wasn't just a nuke or an outbreak or a natural disaster. It was all of those things at once. Russia nuked the United States. The United States nuked North Korea. North Korea nuked Iran. Iran nuked China. By accident, Romania nuked itself. And so on and so forth. The sad part to me was no one even enjoyed the mushroom cloud. Like a sunset or a sunrise, they didn't watch it. Instead, they pulled out their phones and posted the image of the cloud onto social media's cloud as the last thing they would ever do. Meanwhile, there was an outbreak of a new disease called Torbean that eats your stomach lining until you shit your guts out. If that wasn't enough, the world was ravaged by tornadoes, hurricanes, tsunamis, and ice storms. You're probably thinking that there should at least be canned food. Well, there's not. Botulism has spread to every can known to mankind. If you weren't killed by the nukes or Torbean or the disasters, you were killed by botulism just trying to survive. How did I survive with my dogs, you ask? I was flying my personal jet across the world with my dogs during the three hours that all this happened. If you were reading this, I'm sure it would disturb you to find out that the last man on Earth owns a private jet. Meaning the last man on Earth was in the top 1% of the 1% of the economic bracket. But really, what did you expect? I don't eat canned food. That's for poor people. Eating my dogs would really be pointless. It would only give me two more weeks of food. Then I'd starve to death alone. Wouldn't it be better to starve with company? Or maybe I should give my dogs the gift of life. I could let my dogs eat me alive. They'd probably entertain themselves in solace better than I could. Plus, it would be incredible to actually experience death. My biggest regret is that I don't remember my birth, the nine months before it, or what it was like to race against all those sperm towards my mother's egg. It's probably why I raced so hard in life. I am a winner. I will always be a winner. And I gotta say it feels good to know I'm officially the richest living man on this fucking planet. I guess what I've left out is that my dogs are male and female and the female is pregnant. I don't believe in spaying and neutering. So I could eat pregnant parents or I could be God. I could rename Chummy and Stormy Adam and Eve and in time this world could be a world of dogs. A world of dogs would be really wonderful, wouldn't it? No war, no religion, just playtime all fucking day? That is unless they advance. Maybe someday they'd develop a language just like us and a scholar would be able to decipher this message. Some dog would read this. My money and I wouldn't be forgotten. But my stomach is growling and I'm certain it's not from Torbine. It's from the pain of guilt. A guilt I know oh too well. The truth is the fire is already running and I've shot both dogs in the head before I even started writing this. There's blood on my hands and blood on my feet. I am a monster. I am such a monster for what? For two weeks of knowledge? How will I even survive these two weeks knowing what I've done? Oh, history. If there's a history, don't lean on me kindly. I read no one will read this to a friend about a month and a half ago. And he said, you have to read these stories aloud. You have to turn them into an audiobook. 
And so that's why I'm doing this audiobook because of this story. He was just very fascinated by the end of the world aspect. And I realize there's some things in here that are definitely political, but I don't ever mean to write anything political. I'm just joking around. Uh, I wanted to write something about the apocalypse. And I wanted to write something that was funny. And I wanted to write something with an unexpected, twisted ending. I mean, the truth is when I write, I don't really have anything planned. I just kind of make it up as I go. So I didn't exactly know what the twist was going to be until I got to the point where the twist was written. Of the dogs having already been dead. I guess I sort of thought like this is a Twilight Zone narration, but a comedic version of it. Welcome to the Twilight Zone. I don't even know if that's the tune. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, this was just a fun little story again. Uh, this is the uh, second to last story, or story in the hallucinations, as I call them, before we get to the tales. Uh, the next story is The History Teacher's Husband, uh, which I completely fabricated from thin air. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. It's, aside from A Dog in the Dark, the beginning of the real meaty, fleshy stories. Maybe fleshy is a weird word, but meaty, meaty for sure. All right, thanks. Enjoy. <laughs> 